and welcome to the 2020 season of the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adila Afiz, the Global Business Whisperer, and I'm so excited you're here today. The Business Whisperer podcast is about helping you tap into the brilliance and ability that you have to create your life and your business intuitively, authentically, and successfully. Each week, we bring you tools, tips, information, and guest interviews to help you do just that. So if you are ready to download some of this business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Hello, Business Whisperers, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adela Rafiz, and we have an interview episode for you today with the very wonderful Danny Duncan. Now, Danny is the owner and founder of The Figure, where she is acting as a nutrition and fitness coach, as well as a mummy blogger and Instagram influencer, as well as being mum to her two-year-old daughter, Harper. She is raw, honest, and turns up authentically for her followers, and her no-excuse approach to health and wellness inspires many to get moving, look after themselves, and create a life of balance while navigating motherhood. Danny loves to run, loves a good book, and loves a glass of wine and some chocolate, which is what we loved about this conversation because it was all about being real, being authentic, and being able to have everything that you would like, including a little bit of chocolate. So you're going to love hearing this conversation because Danny is going to share not only how she has created a very successful online business in a very short amount of time, but actually if you are a business owner right now who due to COVID, due to the changes in the world, due to the changes in the economy, are in an industry that's no longer a viable industry, or you're realizing that you need to come up with another option fast, Danny's story of how she not just pivoted, but completely created a different business in a completely different industry that has taken off is going to hopefully inspire you, motivate you, and educate you about what you can be doing and how this can be possible for you too. So let's jump in and hear more about Danny's journey from herself. Okay, so welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast, Danny. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Very exciting. Yay. So I have uh, introduced you to our listeners um, and talked about your amazing company that you now have online. What I'd love to know in your own words is who you are. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure thing. Well, so I'm, my name's Danny. I've just turned 35. Um, I have a beautiful now two-year-old Harper and I'm married to my beautiful husband, Chris. We got married last November when Harper was just 15 months old. Um, I have sort of, I feel like I've lived a hundred lives, to be honest. Um, quick backstory. I was a ballet dancer. Um, I went to the Australian Ballet School when I was 15 I then moved to England when I was 18 um, and danced over there for a while, while uh, where I met my first husband, actually. Um, we came back to Australia. Dancing wasn't working. I'd had an injury, so 
I actually studied fashion. So I got a fashion degree. Um, that relationship was really toxic and I didn't feel like I was myself. I was always being such a confident person, but I felt like I was being um, sort of shadowed, I suppose, um, in a relationship that was so toxic and always putting on a front. Um, and I finished that fashion degree and was working three other jobs at the same time. I was working in a gym at a doctor's surgery and I was teaching ballet at the same time. Um, and it was all just getting too much. And I ended up booking a holiday and the girl on the other side of the desk just looked like she was having the best time. So I was like, I want to do this job. So I stopped all my other jobs and I just went and worked for, um, it was student flights at the time. Um, I worked there for a couple of years before realizing, yep, this is, I loved this. This is what I was supposed to be doing at this part of time in my life. I was helping people create dreams. Um, and I loved traveling. I traveled since I was young. Um, and this is what I was supposed to be doing. It also made me realize that the relationship I was in was so toxic that I had to get out. And I just up and left one day, um, six months after we got married. So a really tough time in my life. I felt like everyone was shocked that I left because I was always putting on a front on how good it was. Um, everyone just thought I was in a happy relationship and I picked up and moved to Sydney and worked for escape travel up there as a team leader, did really well, um, got some really big awards and ended up being a state leader. So moving to Melbourne as state leader. Um, look, I was enjoying this job. I'm a born leader. I'm a, like confident. I love helping people. I love helping people achieve their dreams. And I loved all my staff. Uh, I just always felt like there was just something missing though. Um, I got into another toxic relationship, eventually realized I'd just fallen into the same pattern and thought, yep, I've got to get out of this. I've got to find someone or not find someone, whatever the case may be, but I've just got to find me. I think it was. Um, so I jumped on Tinder and I found Chris. And I just knew he was the one we clicked. We had everything in common and everything not in common. If that makes sense. We both loved fitness. We both loved helping people. We both loved um, nutrition. Um, he wanted a family. Uh, it was, it was just literally the perfect match. So, and he also was the person that lifted me up. He wanted me to do better. He wanted me to succeed. And I actually felt like this is where I could open my open my wings, if you like. Um, so I ended up actually leaving that job later that year that we got together. Um, and we decided we're going to have a baby. And I took three months off, if you like, just to just decide what I was going to do. And in that time, people used to say to me, Danny, you look so good, but you, you know, you, you like to have fun. I always see you on Facebook drinking or out with friends or eating or traveling. How do you manage to stay? And I was like, oh, it's about balance, you know, like you have to enjoy life, um, you know, and you can work out and exercise and eat and drink, you know, you can do these things, you can have them both. And I was like, there's a gap in the market here. There's people that want to look good and feel good, but they also want to have a couple of drinks and they want to eat chocolate. And I was like, there's definitely a gap. Um, and then I got pregnant and I was like, yep, this is what I'm supposed to do. I was like, I need to help. I'm going to go to cry. I was like, I need to help women and mums find this balance and find this confidence. Um, and so throughout my pregnancy, I blogged. Um, I don't know if you want to keep me to keep going into this part of my business. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I started my blog um, about pregnancy. And then once I had Harper, 
the struggles, the early struggles of motherhood, um, pushing through those times, finding that confidence again. Um, and yeah, I suppose the rest is history, which we can talk about soon. If you like. <laughs> yeah, that's, ama- I mean, just in that self is an amazing backstory and present story and front story. And I yeah. love it. I could actually go into so many avenues right there um, about yeah. Yeah, what it's like finding yourself and what it's like to go through the process of pregnancy and postpartum and blogging about it and sharing about it. Um, Tell us a little bit more about your travel business and because I think somewhere in there you must have gone out and did you start your own travel business after you uh, had Harper? Um, Yes, so I totally missed that part out didn't I? Um, so yes, I totally missed that part out. So yes, when I decided to have that three months off and got pregnant, um, I went and just worked for a wholesale homewares company actually as a national sales manager, because I just needed a job and I got, I was pregnant at the time. And so I only worked there for six months, but it was actually the most horrendous job I've ever had. And it was quite an eye opener because I realized at that point that that was not what I was supposed to do. I was not supposed to work for someone. Um, I was supposed to have my own business and I did miss travel. I missed the travel industry and I decided that I should just have my own business. So I'd spoken to a few friends that had gone out on their own and I had so many people always saying to me, Danny, you know, I wish you could still book my travel. You know, you were such a great agent. We loved you. We loved the personal touch. And so I decided to start my own. So while I was pregnant with Harper. I started, I, st- I opened it in the June. Harper was born in August. So, you know, there wasn't much mat leave, if you like, for me. I literally oh, was working. incredible timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I just, but I, I suppose I needed to, I needed to make some money. I mean, I, I was going to have a baby and I didn't have a job to go back to. They weren't going to hold my job at this other place. And I didn't want to go back anyway. Um, so I started selling travel and it was perfect because Harper would sleep. I'd book someone's holiday. Um, and I got to almost pick and choose my beautiful clients. So I got to book holidays for friends and family and some beautiful referrals. So I did that. Um, and it went really well and it went really well, really quickly. I think when you love something and you enjoy it and you put your heart and soul into it, people will see that and it's contagious. So it did really well, really quickly. Um, so yeah, I was doing the travel at the same time I started the figure. So I started the figure as my blog while I was pregnant. Um, and it wasn't monetized at all. It wasn't about that at the time. I just wanted to help women and blog. So my, my income was my travel business. Um, and I loved it. It was amazing. And I booked so many beautiful holidays and went on holidays at the same time yeah. at the, the time. The good old days where you can travel. <laughs> totally. I'm not stuck in my house. <laughs> Jokes. Anyway. Yeah. So what happened and were you doing that right up until now when COVID hit? Yeah. So, um, I was booking beautiful holidays. So as I said, I had the figure, I was blogging, I had my Instagram, my Instagram was going, growing quite rapidly as well, which is really great. So about the start of the year, I think I had about 14,000 followers on my Instagram, but my it was not making any money from it. I was doing the odd collab, but that was it. Um, yeah. And my travel business was going very well. I had exceeded what I expected to earn in the first year from that. Um, and had some great holidays booked for clients this year, Vegas, Canada, 
Italy. Um, and I think on the day that the government announced that Noah will be travelling, I lost $30,000 worth of income in a day. Wow. So, yeah, my mum happened to be here at the time. Um, she was supposed to be coming for a conference. The conference had been cancelled, so she stayed with us. She, my family's in Canberra. Um, and I just broke down. I was like, what am I going to do? I have a mortgage. I have, <laughs> I have bills. I have a car loan. Um, um, and, yeah, I broke down in tears. She said it was going to be okay. And I, at that moment, I was like, I have to do something else. What am I going to do? So. <laughs> wow, Lucky I amazing. had to figure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you had to think on your feet. Yeah, I did. I really did. When you have your own business and anyone that has their own business will understand as soon as it implodes or something happens and there's no income there, I can't just fall back on annual leave or sick leave or, you know, and I didn't have a buffer really. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So all I saw was, yeah. <laughs> so how, how quickly or how long did it take you to, uh, like, did you have a couple of days? Did you have a week even to, to think about what you were going to do and how to reframe or what was that like? Um, so it must have been, I don't, I have fate or something, but two weeks prior to that date, I just employed a business coach. Um, my brother had always said to me, Danny, you need to get a business coach, you need to get a business coach. The figure's such a great, you know, platform for women. You need to get a business coach and do something with it. And at the time I was like, I can't afford a business coach, you know, and it was always about, you know, affording things is just prioritizing where your money goes really. And I was not prioritizing that as a, an avenue where my money should go. And for some reason I was like, yep, I'll get a business coach. And I found Steph who was just incredible. Um, I found her through my Instagram, actually. We just clicked and we hadn't really discussed a huge amount. She asked me what I wanted to do with the figure. I literally had no idea, really. I was like, maybe I want to write a winning book. Maybe I want an app. I'm not really sure. Um, but I have these other skills. I've done a nutrition coaching course. So I was a qualified nutrition coach. I had all my background of ballet, um, obviously, through the years. And so in that two weeks, all I think I had done was say I was going to do 15-minute check-ins health check-ins with people and basically all that was was let's have a chat free free 15 minute check-ins let's have a chat let me see if i can help you then i'll track your food for a week um you can pay me 90 bucks and i'll track your food for a week and give you tips and that was kind of it and so yeah in that moment i literally was like yeah this has to be bigger i have to do something else with it um and i think i had a call with steph that week and i was like help what are we gonna do and she was like you know exactly what you're gonna do um you know you you want to help women you've got your nutrition coaching you want to help them find this balance um go for it um yeah start coaching and i was like oh okay so i wanted to put the feelers out and I put all these weird stories on Instagram store, um, like, like weird questions on Instagram stories and like, you know, do you struggle with balance? Do you struggle with, you know, nutrition? Do you understand snacks? Do you understand your body? All these other questions. And I got great responses. And at the same time, the gyms had closed here in Melbourne yes. and I, had, yeah, I had always done home workouts. So when I was pregnant, I did home workouts, early postpartum, I always did home workouts. 
um, with a new baby, anyone that's had a new baby understands it's very hard to leave the house to, <laughs> to work out. Um, and so I decided to start doing just live workouts on Instagram as well. And I got such a good response. Like I had 100, 200 people joining my workouts on Instagram four times a week. Um, and it, yeah, it was fun. I got to work out. I got to talk to people on my live. I got interactions and I was like, okay, there's an idea here as well. Um, and literally within, yeah. So I suppose within the week I'd started nutrition coaching and put some feelers out. Um, and then maybe it was probably, this is March. So I'm going to say by the May, so two months, I was thinking, what else can I do with the fitness as well? Because people were emailing me, messaging me saying, Danny, I feel so good after your workouts. You're inspiring me. You're so motivating. You're making me feel so good. Um, and I can do it in my, in my house with my baby crawling on me in my pajamas. If I want to, I don't have to worry about anyone else. I don't have to leave the house. Um, and yeah, I was like, okay, I have to do something else with this as well. So, um, the figure babes was born. That's amazing. Did you at this point, so it's March, sorry, it's May, you started in March. Are you trying to just make it through because there's still hope that the travel industry resurrects after COVID? Like no one knows how long this is meant to go on for, or have you, are you burning the boats at this stage? Um, no, I definitely was hoping the travel industry would be resurrected. I, you know, you base your lifestyle around a certain income that you have. And so because of that, I had, you know, mortgage, car loan, bills, a baby, daycare fee, yeah. <laughs> um, all those things. So I was definitely hoping the travel industry. So this is just, I suppose, in my head and I wrote it down, I was like, I in, within five years, I'd like to monetize and have an income from the figure. So five years was my wow. plan to have as my sole income. So yes, no, I was definitely hoping the travel industry would resurrect. Um, and I also had, I don't think I mentioned this, but uh, late last year or mid last year, not 2019, I um, imported some some exercise bands from, um, from a company um, and got them personalized to help people do my home workouts called the figure bands. And I started promoting them more as well uh, during the lockdown and the sales of those just went gangbusters. I literally think had sold maybe 10 pairs in the year prior and I sold $3,000 worth of bands in maybe two, three weeks of lockdown. That's amazing. Um, So, yeah. Um, But I was definitely hoping the travel industry would be resurrected. I didn't know where this was going. I didn't think it was possible to actually make an income from coaching and working out. I was like, this is too, this is too easy. If you like, I'm enjoying myself too much. (laughs) So I, I love this. And so many aspects of what you're talking about I mean, here on the Business Whisperer podcast, we're talking about creating your business, doing what you love, and that it is possible for you to have a business and a life that is intuitively led, that feels good, that doesn't mean you have to 
give up your knowing or your gut instinct for what the industry says. Um, you know, so industry norms would be something like it's going to take you five years to monetize your blog and your Instagram, you know, so that you can give up your, your other income source. And then what we're looking at is the possibility that, hey, actually, if you get everything aligned and, you know, with the help of a great business coach who, um, a yeah. sounds amazing and B we love great business coaching on the business whisperer podcast. Um, so, you know, the importance of having the right team, which helps you cultivate the right mindset, which helps you get into that aligned action. That means you create a result in a matter of months that you would have expected to take five years. Totally. And I, I truly, it's funny because you asked me, how, you know, what you asked me, like, you know, at what stage did these things happen? It's funny because I think we spoke about this before. It just kind of rolled, it rolled into one and I used my gut and my intuition and I listened to myself and I listened to what the response people, the positive response people were having to it and just rolled with it. And I think that's sometimes, I don't want to say the problem, that's the wrong word, but sometimes people think oh, I've got this idea and I'm going to make it something. And then they sit there and they do all these things about what they can make it. And sometimes you just got to roll with it. I'm a huge mind map person. I love just putting my words out and it doesn't have to mean anything, but I've got this notebook and it's got words everywhere. You know, it's got women, help, uh, pregnancy, fitness, nutrition, love, happiness, confidence, all these beautiful words. And I think rather than sitting there and coming up with an idea, if you just let you know, your gut go with it and do something you love and put your heart and soul in it. Because when you do something and you do something with passion and love and that's when it works the best. Um, and I, from my nutrition coaching, I realized there was an opportunity to do group coaching, you know, where other women can support other women as well, because sometimes motherhood can be very lonely and, I was like, yeah, that's another market. Like I'd hear these people going, yeah, I feel so alone. I'm so glad you said that. Like I used to get that a lot. I still get that so much on my Instagram, you know, people saying that. So I'm like, right, I need to make a community of women. So the figure babes is my community of women, a subscription based service where they, we work out four times a week live. They are so beautiful. They interact with each other on their Facebook page. Then I've got my group coaching clients who also interact with each other and support each other and cheer each other on um, whilst getting fit, healthy, happy and confident. And yeah, I just love that I've been able to, yeah, create It that. almost yeah. sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. I, I, feel like it's, I feel like it's too good to be true. Like, I'm now, I'm earning an income now. Yeah. And it's been six months. That it's, is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And what I love about that, exactly what you were saying is, you know, when you do something that is led by your heart and led by your gut instinct and it's possible for you, but then that other important aspect you spoke about is the action step, you know, not sitting there trying to come up with the perfect business plan and the perfect concept and get it all perfect, which can set you back six months, 12 months, years, you know, trying to create it in your head as opposed to doing what's required. And I think my business coach, Steph, and my brother have always said this to me, you've just got to get it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. You've just got to start. And I say this even with my 
um, fitness group, you know, you've just got to start somewhere, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Perfection can come later. Well, there's no such thing as perfection, but you know what I mean? Like perfecting what you have can come later. You've just got to start. And I suppose the other thing as well that I've really learned along the way is to stay in your lane. You know, there's a lot of noise out there. And there are a lot of people that won't like you or that won't think your idea is good because for multiple reasons, maybe they're jealous, maybe they've tried to do something and they've not, it's not worked for them. Um, and you've just got to keep your blinkers on and just stay in your lane. Remember why you're doing it. Remember the why, because if you stay and remember your why, you will, you will get there eventually. Just don't let anyone else interrupt you. I think that's brilliant advice, especially because um, all of us or many of us, we are growing our businesses using or entirely on forums such as social media where there is a lot of noise and a lot of opinions. And while, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90 percent of it might be really positive and all the good stuff. We are going to get yep. some bad stuff or some noise or some people who are not so complimentary and supportive um, with their opinions yep. about what you're doing. So I think that's yep. absolutely crucial. And how, like, do you have any tips? Like, were you a social media expert? Were you someone who was like an expert <laughs> on Instagram? How did you create the success? Um, I'm a doer. And I like to work things out. I like to, I like puzzles. So I think I like to work things out. So, um, no, I definitely was not a social media expert. Um, so I've had my, how long, I've almost had the figure for almost three years this December. Um, and I've learned so much along the way. Um, I, I just, I, I follow people. I search people. I ask questions. I'm not afraid to ask anything. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I am not afraid to ask anyone anything. So I've searched Instagram experts. I've followed their tips. I've, um, yeah, definitely not, but I've built it up that way. Um, and I've got haters over the, over the years as well. The last two years is definitely the haters out there. Um, but there's one thing I suppose is just don't be afraid to give it your all and don't be afraid to change something and do something. You've got to change. If something's not working, you've got to try something else. You know, and I've tried a few things that failed and didn't work through my, through Instagram, especially. Um, and even for a while there, I wasn't using Facebook as much because I was so engrossed in Instagram. And now I've realized there's actually a whole new community on Facebook that I can now um, tap into. So, you know, there's new people there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely time consuming social media but it is worth it because at the moment that's where your customers are probably sitting um on those platforms um but there's one thing that i actually have been doing since deciding to well not deciding having to <laughs> monetize my businesses and that was um listen to more podcasts which is funny <laughs> that we're doing because we're on one right um, now <laughs> yeah um and I was listening to a Brene Brown one a few weeks ago, or a few months ago now, actually. And I remember her saying, there's going to be haters out there, but the only opinions that matter are those of the people that you love and trust implicitly or that have work, walked in your shoes. And that really st sticks with me because there are so many opinions out there. Um, and it's really easy to let those opinions of people that you don't love and trust implicitly or haven't walked in your shoes really affect you and your mindset around that. Um, so yeah, I really, 
yeah, I really encourage people to, yeah, do things they haven't used to do. I've never listened to a podcast in my life before COVID. Isn't that silly? And now isn't I've it, isn't like it amazing? Yes. And now you're on one. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. And um, I love what you're saying, especially because a lot of us, uh, both of us, a lot of the listeners on this podcast, uh, they are service-based entrepreneurs or business owners, meaning when you're providing a service that is of yourself it's it's a very close line sometimes a non-existent line where that you know there's your business and there's you and so it's very hard to not take it personally when you have comments or haters or less than positive feedback about what you're doing or how you're showing up and what you're doing i think is you know there really is a need to or a willingness to be vulnerable as in show up and be who you are and know that, you know, you'll probably be received well, but there's a chance that there'll be some people that don't receive it so well or have something to say about it. But as you say, that's not where you put your attention and your energy and, you know, get your um, validation from. Yeah, no, not at all. And I, you know, as a service-based business and all service-based businesses will know this, you literally are giving yourself so much of yourself to other people. Uh, if you let, yeah, it's just, it's not worth the energy. I, I have too much positive energy going out in too many spaces to allow any negative energy to impact me. And, you know, I need to be there for my daughter and my husband as well. I can't be letting that affect that relationship because you know they are so great with how open I have to be in this in this life I've decided to create for myself um and yeah it's it's not yeah I think Brene Brown also talks about vulnerability an awful lot um you've got to be vulnerable and willing and willing and knowing that if you put yourself out there there's going to be that one or two percent of people that don't like it um and that's okay I say respond with kindness if I'm not your person, I'm not your person. I don't like everyone and not everyone's going to like me and that's okay. So that's good. Yeah, and everyone's a massive community on social media, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, totally. And yeah. And it's, it's, you know, everyone's walking their own path. And if someone is negative to you or has an opinion that maybe isn't warranted, you know, maybe they're dealing with their own personal issues and it's nothing to do with you or yeah it's their own thing so yeah how how have you um with your monetization of your what you were doing so starting out with this um instagram account and having a following but not having it monetized at all to now having it monetized and having your different offerings which i will um ask you more about in a minute how has that been have you entirely uh has your business been monetized entirely through your social media um yes it has yes um, yeah, I definitely had to, I hate this word, but pivot. Yes. <laughs> I know, the most overused word of 2020. <laughs> oh, horrendous, isn't it? Um, I had to change. I don't know. It's just such a good word, but it's so disgusting. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I now have to show up on my Instagram in basically two hats, really. Um, I show up in the mummy blogger 
hat that is still helping women navigate motherhood. And then I have to show up in my business owner hat. Um, and that I have to show up more of myself. It's myself on the screen talking about my offerings. Um, and yeah, talking about, well, talking about what I can do for you and how, you know, how I'm going to change your life. Um, so the different platforms have differently, I've definitely, you know, now realized there's such a difference as well. So Instagram stories are so huge. You can show up on your stories. Um, and I probably show up on my stories for my business more. So then my posts, my posts are probably still very mummy bloggy um, with some of my fitness and nutrition guidance through there. Um, but Facebook's a very different kettle of fish. And there are so many different groups on Facebook that you can tap into. So I show up differently on Facebook. Um, to my clients. So, mm. yeah. So for other people who are in a similar situation or just starting to realize that the industry they belong to or the job that they had, or even the business they had that worked in the way that it did pre COVID isn't actually going to be there or work or exist anymore in that same way. And they're looking for, um, any little bit of information uh, because, you know, listening to a story like this, and this is exactly why we have someone like yourself on this podcast, because what you're sharing is so inspiring, what you're sharing is so relatable. And also, um, you know, what I believe is that if I can see or hear someone that's done something, then that increases the chances and means it's possible for me to do something if that's what's yeah you know, the right fit for me. So for someone who's sitting in that, in those shoes right now going, man, I really need to yeah. get my business monetized or I really need to start pivoting. <laughs> what would you say to them? <laughs> um, I would say you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone and maybe do something you've never done before. Um, I had never done a live workout on Instagram before. I'd done a live feed thing with a with um a sleep yes. consultant that I work yeah. with but I'd never done a live workout and I was like oh well let's see how this goes and I was nervous as heck for the first probably 10 times I was nervous as heck I was like what if no one shows up what if I ramble what if I fall over while working out you know the 50 zillion things so I'd never done that before I've never I mean, I, I come from a sales background. I can probably sell ice to Eskimos, but selling yourself is very different to selling a product. Um, so you have to come from a genuine place. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Um, and I suppose just don't be afraid to change. I remember about three weeks ago, um, a question came up on one of these Facebook mum sites, mum pages, and someone had said, I've got a, I had a Pilates business pre-COVID. Since COVID, obviously we can't go to Pilates anymore. Can someone give me some ideas of what I can do? And I said, babes, jump online, do Facebook lives, Zoom lives. And her response was, oh, I don't want to do that. And I thought, okay, look, I've given my advice. That's, you know, what my suggestion is. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. But sometimes you're going to have to do something that you don't want to do or that you're uncomfortable doing. You're going to have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Um, Love that. Yeah. Comfortable getting uncomfortable because that's, that's what growth is. That's what change is. And, you know, 
I can only imagine now that you're saying it and I'm imagining doing like a workout online in front of other people that you've never had to do before and you don't know who's watching and how many people are going to be watching. <laughs> They're watching from all over and I didn't know if they were going to be, you know, because anyone can jump on an Instagram live, you know, it's not private like my Facebook group is now. It was anyone and it was men, women, bloody heady <laughs> and their kids. Um, yeah, get comfortable being uncomfortable, do something different. And that is where growth comes from. And that's also, the more you do it, the easier it gets. So yes, it might be hard the first time or the first 10 times, but then you're going to wish you'd started earlier because it's you know now so natural and that's habit forming as well. And I talk a lot about habit forming. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Love it. I love it. Tell us more about your offerings. What do you have available? What are the different ways you work with people and how can some of our listeners jump in? Sure. So I'll start with the simplest things. So I do have my figure bands for sale, which are my exercise bands. So um, they're three bands. Um, and I give you a little workout video as well with that. They come in a little carry bag. They're super cute. Um, then I've got my eight week meal plan. So I put this together to show people that you can eat so much beautiful food and um, still maintain a really healthy balanced lifestyle. Um, the meal plan comes with nutritional information, all my recipes on there um, with vegetarian options as well, which is really awesome. Um, I then do my private nutrition coaching. So these are 12 weeks, 12 week private nutrition coaching. So face-to-face um, -face Zoom calls, um, messaging um support through the week emergency calls you get my meal plan and my bands with that and access to the figure babes as well um which i'll talk about in a sec then i've got my group coaching i'm about to start round two of my eight week mind and body by the figure course this is an eight week group coaching course based around four areas that i'm really passionate about so fitness health happiness and confidence um so yeah round two is about to start that's a weekly Zoom call. You get access to the figure babes. You get my meal plan. You have a private Facebook community and the girls just love, love it. They just feel so supported. Um, and then I have my figure babes, which is my private online community um, where I work out with them four times a week live. Um, they can play it back anytime they like. They get involved. I get set little challenges through the week. Um, I do a live Q&A on Wednesdays for them as well. So if you have any questions regarding fitness, health, motherhood, anything at all, they can jump on and ask me there. And I've got about close to a hundred girls on there now, which is awesome. Um, that sounds amazing. So I'm going to have yeah. to check that out. Do you, is, is your community mostly Australian or do you have the international audience as well? Yeah, so I do have an international audience as well, which is really nice. So um, I've got figure babes in Australia, New Zealand and England that are on there. I've um, got private coaching clients in England, New Zealand and Australia. Um, and my eight week course has now, I've just signed a girl from England for my eight week course. So the zoom calls on Mondays at seven 30 at night for us, she's going to jump on at 10 30 in the morning for her so that she can jump on. Um, and I've sent figure bands all around the world. I've sent figure bands to Ireland, America, South America, Japan, New Zealand, I can't wait to get mine. Yes. I'll be ordering mine after this. That's amazing. Uh, that's what I love about this, um, period actually of COVID, I think it's really shown us what's possible. And I think the world was waking up to the fact that online business can be really successful and unlimited before COVID. 
but actually, you know, through the necessity <laughs> and some of that entrepreneurship spirit that's required sometimes when your back's against the wall, like just the fact that the whole world suddenly becomes available to you, that people are willing to do things differently. Like, you know, people are willing to work out online because the gyms are closed. People are willing to buy something from the other side of the world if it's a superior product or quality or the they believe in the message or the person behind that product, you know? I always say people, and I said this to say this all the time through my travel experience as well, people buy from people they love and trust. So if you trust someone and you love what they're putting out, you'll you'll buy from them because you love that message and you love what they stand for. Um, it's not anywhere always about price as well. It's it's about what you're you know the value you see in that person and that product as well. So also very important. But um, no, COVID's definitely you know yeah when you're right when your back's pushed against the wall what can you do and I didn't have a choice I had to do it it was sink or swim and I I'm not I'm not a I don't give up so I'm a swimmer so I'm gonna swim we love this attitude yeah. it's amazing and so now that you've seen um what's possible in such a short amount of time are you like are you like eyes wide open and are like already thinking about what else you can add or are you have you got a pretty full plate right now I do have a full plate, but um, my business coach, Steph, is always telling me to slow down because I, I do have quite a few ideas of, you know, of things I still want to do. Um, I keep talking. I will release my weaning book, my baby weaning book. I really want to do that as an e-book. Um, so it's something I really want to do. Um, and I, I do have other ideas for courses and education and supporting women and other ways you can do that through pregnancy and postpartum. And I've through COVID as well, I also have been studying. So I did my certificate three in fitness and I'm halfway through my cert four in fitness and my master of women's fitness. So um, I'll be qualified in postnatal, um, pre and postnatal um, exercise as well. Um, yeah. So How amazing. Just ways. really showing people what else is possible. <laughs> during a time that many are wondering how to get through this. This is yeah. really, really cool. Um, any final words of advice or anything you want to share as we start to wrap up this uh, amazingly inspiring conversation? Um, probably just never let anyone tell you you can't do something. If you don't give it a go, you'll never know. If you don't ask, the answer will always be no. Um, and yeah, magic happens outside your comfort zone. So just start somewhere, I suppose. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much, Danny. We're going to um, have all your links below in the show notes so that people can jump onto your social media, have a look, um, have a look at your offerings, have a look at your products. Um, and I can't wait to do the same. And I would love to get an update sometime in the future. So we'll keep an eye on all your amazing progress that I'm sure is going to be happening. And uh, thank you so much for being a guest on the Business Whisperer podcast. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> And that wraps up another episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Your support means the world to me. Please remember, if you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and leave us a five-star review so that other people can find these episodes and get some value out of it. 
If there is a guest that you would like us to interview on the show, please send me a message or send me an email to thebusinesswhisperer podcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to see you soon.